Hello. Welcome back to Panero. 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 And this week is extra special because we have a Jamaican woman as the vice president. Of the United, United States, States of America. <laughs> I don't know about your family chat, but my family chat. <laughs> Is it popping? I'm so excited. Oh, they're so excited. <laughs> Mine are not, but they're a bit slow to pick up on news. So, you know, we'll see. My mum did come in. She did run in the room and was like, it's happened. It's finally happened. But I think it was more exhaustion than excitement. <laughs> To be honest, <laughs> like it's finally over, and we're saying it's over, but um, Trump is obviously still chatting out of his bum hole. Oh my god! Um, like, he will not leave. He does not. He will. He will not leave. I for one, I'm looking but, forward to the to the visuals that will come from that. Um, I just someone tweeted was like, I would like a live stream of him being kicked yes. out. Yes. Like Mori cameras. I think it was Jabuki, maybe. Or someone's just like, I want Mori cameras on Trump from now. You are not <laughs> the president. Just like <laughs> running around the White House trying to hide from people. Not even really running, because I don't think he has the ability to run very far. Um, but yes, yes. Um, what a day. What a day it has been. Um, I hope that our listeners have felt some... Relief, joy, positivity, hope, um, something about this. It's obviously not, you know, a soothing balm that will fix all the world's ills, but it's definitely um, a step in the... We just got the motherfucker out. Right, Like, this is right. all this election was about. <laughs> Operation Get Trump Out has succeeded, and we can just revel in that for a moment and just be happy. Um and twerk on all these racists while they cry and wonder why their prayers to their demons were not being heard. So, yes. Yes, yes. Should we introduce ourselves? We should. We were so <laughs> excited that we didn't do it. We should. <laughs> um, go on, you go first. It's your boy, Scissor. <laughs> and it's your human, Alicia. <laughs> <laughs> How may I pleasure you today? <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> um, yes, hello. Hello, listeners. Old and new. Hate listeners. Love listeners. All the listeners. Hello. Se- sexual tension between you and us. Mm. It's pretty thick right mm. now. Mm. <laughs> you cut it with a spoon. <laughs> you know, you want this, so... It's okay, baby girl. Yeah. I was going to say, come get it, but no. I'll have to make a decision on whether or not you actually deserve it. But you could try. You can try. <laughs> so you can approach the bench. Whether or not the bench will hear your case is another thing. Yeah. But it may be approach. a bit like Donald Trump trying to get the Supreme Court to get involved in the counts. And I may just say, oh, no, baby girl, no, no, no. See, that's not what we're here for. We will not do that. Okay. <laughs> like, I have better things to do. Thank you so much. I appreciate the compliments. 
It's a no for it's, me, yeah. dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but, my baby, how are you, aside from this excitement that we've already spoken about, how are you doing? It's not even excitement. Like, it's just fucking relief. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I have been so tense and so stressed out. Because on Tuesday night, I don't watch election coverage on the night. No. Like, no matter what's been, and it's like, I've voted illegally in, like, every single Canadian election, because my mom would hand me her card and be like, hey, (laughs) you pick? (laughs) From the time that we were, like, citizens. So, like, I just can't, like, I, like, the anxiety, and, like, I did it when I was younger, because, like, my mom would be like, yeah, and then she'd be like, okay, time to go to bed, and now, like, I just can't watch it. So, on Tuesday, I was like, okay, I have, like, a dance class with my friend, then I'm going to go see another friend, and then I'm not going to check anything, and I'm just going to go to bed, and then when I wake up, the answer is the answer. I was like, yes, yeah. <laughs> whatever, like, I wake up to, that is a precedent. There's nothing I can do about it. I'm not watching any exit polls, not looking at any projections. I did none of that shit. Then I woke up, like, two hours later, because I went to bed, like, past midnight, woke up at three, and I was like, okay, cool, we're not checking anything. And then I went back to bed, <laughs> and then woke up, like at my normal time and it was like it's undecided and I was like great yeah (laughs) I did this for nothing (laughs) yeah yeah this actually was for nothing so I have literally been like super stressed can't eat I've been sleeping Mm. and I was just sort of like very stressed physically exhausted emotionally exhausted really tired of like my family's hot political takes Um, (laughs) they can they can all eat shit and then really tired of seeing people post on social media about like oh how it doesn't really matter Mm. who wins and i'm like are you fucking dumb Mm. like are you fucking dumb people being like oh they're both the same and it's like they're really not. Yeah. So it's like there are very tangible, practical things that they very strongly differ on, which will make a tangible impact onto people's day to day lives. Because it's like everybody who looked at who looks at any election in the West as like saving the soul of a nation, and I'm like, all of these Western nation states are built on genocide. Yeah. They are built on death. They are built on exploitation. They are built on the subjugation of people of color, of queer communities, of like indigenous bodies. So no one in their right fucking mind is looking to an election to save the soul of the nation, to fix white supremacy. And if you are, you're fucking dumb. And like, I am not. Yeah. As my girl KG, oh my God, I'm going to have to find her name. I was just says like I'm not nice. Like I'm really oh, like, yes, I'm not yes, nice. Yes, yes. I'm not here to be respectful. So, yes. So so I was like, I'm not nice. So when I tell you guys are fucking dumb for expecting any election to save the soul of a nation, you're stupid. Like it's really only been about like saving 
the lived and like social welfare of as many people as possible because like the presidency will not solve yeah. it. Anybody who holds that office will not solve it. So for anybody to say like, oh, they're both the same, it was like we have watched the Cheeto deny COVID. Right. <laughs> to, to recommend injecting bleach into your veins. To say he was cured in, in three days. He's immune. And and I think the thing is, is like that it feels like because because the cheese puff, what's it for the Brits out here, um, has been so cartoonishly evil. More people have been paying attention to politics, which is good, but they're also bringing a, a lack of um, ability to really um, understand the complexities. Because I think, and this is me being really optimistic, I think that the, most of the people that say it's going to be the same what they are trying to get across is what you just said is that um, the election will not ever save the soul of a nation. Like a president within that system will not stop white supremacy from existing. That is exactly how America was built and founded. It's how it thrives. And I think that's what they're trying to get across. But what they don't understand is that doesn't mean that they're okay with Donald Trump being president again, because he is literally, I wouldn't even, I don't even want to call him the devil incarnate because the devil you know, canonically is smarter and more charming and more attractive. So he's not. He feels like maybe like one of the devil's little demons that escaped and is like wreaking havoc, like just like a teenage demon just being an absolute mess. Um, But yeah, it feels like people are trying to give hot takes without really understanding. Um, And that comes also from a place of privilege. Like a lot of white liberals say that it's all the same, but it's like, okay, if you are you are not the child of an undocumented immigrant or you're not an undocumented immigrant, you're not a woman of colour, a queer, disabled person, so you cannot really speak about it being the same because it, it's not the same for those people. It's literally life or death. But this is the thing. Like, all the people I saw saying that it was the same were not white because I don't even follow that many white people. Oh. Like, these are black people. These are black celebrities. Like... Mm. And like I hate, I'm not gonna say use their name, but I think you'll know who I'm talking about based on context. Okay. Because they've spent this summer like tweeting, and they're learning publicly, and that's fine. But they've spent their summer tweeting, and I think quite dangerous things for a platform of that size. Um, okay. About yeah. like how it's the same, like how voicing their disappointment in like people like Angela Davis, and I was like you don't get what Angela Davis understands and what a lot of people who have been like, you know, on this like journey of radicalization of like the vision and the institutions are always going to be decades behind the thinking. Mm. So it's like, it's about getting people <laughs> like, if, cause if we could get like AOC in there tomorrow, if we could get AOC in there, ASAP Rocky, Gucci Mane, like we like great, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like then we can like build for a future that like we talk about when we are thinking in terms of like our prisons obsolete when we're talking about the Green New Deal. Yeah. But like to op- like and I get like your platform's your own, but it's also like a responsibility where people are going to look to you to justify their stupid ass beliefs. Because one thing I respected, like, Crystal for is, like, I know she hated both of them, you know? Mm, (laughs) It was like, me too, girl. 
and it's not even like my country I just have a lot of people that I love and like family members and like being from Canada our politics are so close yeah. to the states and more so than people realize because everyone's like oh Canada's fine and I was like we just got out of a conservative government mm. like before Trudeau we had like almost 10 years of conservative government yeah so like we don't like it's just because we had a very liberal 90s where it's like they legalize things like oh um gay marriage and legalized abortions and just made it like the state could not be a part of like people's like bedroom because that's what um it was either i think it was um trudeau's dad actually or jean chrétien like one of the two um white dudes yeah both french i cannot help <laughs> you french with this Canadian. but yes <laughs> <laughs> both french canadians somebody canadian will know but it was like a very famous saying where the state has no business in the bedroom mm. and it was like in the six months that he had left of his term he went liberal as fuck and was like everything is fine now <laughs> and so like we got used to it a lot faster you know mm. like i don't remember when um like, I don't think we even learned, we may have, like, when we got universal health care. So it's, like, Canada is, like, more of a socialist state than, like, the U.S. But, like, don't get it twisted that our conserv- every conservative government that has come in since that person has tried to undo mm, literally mm-hmm, everything. Mm-hmm. And even the conservatives in Canada are like, oh, no, like, we're, we're used to this. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you. It's like, maybe a conservative white Christian gay, but, you know, love... <laughs> love my love being able to marry my gay partner so you can't take that away from me or it's like love having the option to abort this baby but so it's like you can't take this away from me um i was like that is the only difference is because we have a very liberal 90s so like by the time every single subsequent conservative government has come in and has like had in their platform or we're going to reverse this it's just sort of like yeah, so that's actually not going to Yeah, what we're not going to do is that. Yeah, yeah. I get that. I get that. Um, and yeah, I mean, I'm not American, obviously. Um, you sure? I mean, hey, who knows? Maybe I'm, I might marry an American, which is why I care. No, it's not, it's not why I care. I mean, maybe. Um, but, You're like, Kehlani, this is for you. Yeah. This is for us. I just want our organic garden, okay? I just want us to have land for our organic garden. I want them to legalise throuple marriage, okay? Um, but actually, I just think that like, being in the Western world, it is important. Being a queer woman of colour, it is important. Like, all of this stuff... Um, like the the interaction between the US, Canada, the UK, our politics, how we act, like it's very, very close. Um, and I actually think that Trump's presidency enabled Boris to be a bit more vocal with some of his racism. Let's not get it twisted. He's always been disgusting. Um, but I think that Trump's racism, it emboldened him. It allowed him to do more of that. Um, so I'm very, yeah, I, I, I pay attention. Like it's important. We were, even if I'm not living in that country, the outcome is important for me and for people like me that I am, um, you know, supporting, like I want oppressed peoples to be free indigenous bodies. I want equality for disabilities. Um, so yeah. 
just think like broadly this is just sort of like the rise of neoconservatism um and like i know there's debate with certain people about whether or not to call it just conservatism or neoconservatism but i think neo is important in the distinction to talk about like this iteration and to really mm. just date it because it's not just conservatism because like even in my example about what the difference between conservatives in Canada versus the states and mm. governments like there are a lot of things which they fundamentally in theory like oppose but in like reality because of Canada's like liberal <laughs> like surge yeah it's it's going to be it's never going to be as conservative as like true conservative ideology so it's not just Trump. It's like looking at like neo Nazis mm. and like you know like the KKK and different like white national groups and skinheads and how they have seen themselves like reflected in different levels of government and they're like ah fascism mm. <laughs> right again yeah right <laughs> stand by and stand <laughs> back or whatever he said yeah yeah. And, like, it was the same, it's just the same in a lot of, like, um, nation states, especially in the West, because, like, we saw it with Brexit, because, you know, like, even before Boris came in, it was, like, Brexit, and just this whole idea of, like, white nationalism, yeah. and, like, the whites being like, oh my god, it's so hard being white, yeah. any, like, these days, we can't spit on black people and have them take it. Like, they actually just look at us, like, why did you spit on me? And we're like, You're, you don't have rights. <laughs> like, bring us back to those days. Because it was really hard explaining to people why I was shitting myself for the Ontario election mm. like in 2017. Um, no, in 2018. And then the Canadian federal election last year. Um like, especially people from the UK, because people outside of Canada just think that we're, like, a fucking utopia. And I was like, people don't like Kathleen Wynne, and she was our liberal premier for Ontario, and she'd done a really good job. And I was like, they are going to give it to Ford, which they did. Mm. And Ford's first thing was to decimate the healthcare system, because my mom works for them. And, like, there were three rounds of layoffs in the last, like, two years. Wow. And, you know... <laughs> And then there was supposed to be another one in March of this year. And then obviously, coronavirus. They were like, mm, might look slightly in poor taste if we do this during the pandemic. And then they realize, oh, we don't have enough people. <laughs> Where are all the nurses? Where are all the doctors? Where have they gone? <laughs> but it wasn't even like, my mom's not a healthcare professional. She's in like IT and business systems. Mm. So it's like in a digital world, those people are really fucking important yeah 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 and like when you're you're trying to coordinate a provincial and national wide response to a pandemic mm. you need those systems to be going as <laughs> we know <laughs> because systeming. like what happens when your track and trace app doesn't work you have <laughs> the uk the amount of <laughs> tweets i'm seeing it's just sort of like, yeah, so this is for Daisy um, in Dombele. <laughs> Not sure who you are, but congrats, you don't have coronavirus. 
Beth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, like, and then with um, Trudeau, like, I was super happy that he got a second term. Like, he's terrible. And, like, we only stand Jagmeet in this house. But the fact that we could have gotten a sheer, an Andrew Sheer government, mm. and the fact that, like, liberals what a minority it was just it was scary yeah that's all i gotta say yeah i get that i get that so yeah i mean in conclusion this election is fucking important for all of us and we deserve a day to enjoy it a day to rest before we get onto biden's neck and are like right so about those sexual assault allegations um we need to sort those out um, so how are you <laughs> yeah you know i'm actually quite good i definitely dissociated i think from the election just because the coverage is i just knew it was going to take such a long time i knew we were not going to have a um firm answer straight away um so i tried to keep away from that as much as possible um but I, so aside from that, I actually had a really good week. Um, it's funny that last, in our last episode, I was saying that sometimes I don't really know um, what it is that the ancestors want me to do. And then like, after we recorded that episode, I just got like drop kicked in my face, in my dreams by, by, by the ancestors being like, this is what we want you to do. And I was like, oh, okay okay, I hear you, like, please stop attacking me. I hear you, I'm sorry. Um, and also, like, they just, with that, there was just, like, a burst of energy to do that specific thing, which was very much, like, a clear out of my room, like, old energies, old memories, and, like, I've had stuff in that room um, for more than 10 years, like, stuff, like, boxes that we hadn't even unpacked when we moved house. Um, so I'd been actually spending a lot of time doing that, which has been useful because you can't really be on Twitter when you're, um, throwing shit out because you need your hands um, so it's been a useful way to distract but also I've just felt really good about that clearing like I felt like a lot of an emotional cleanse that's come with that and I feel like it's setting me up for whatever's next for me so actually I feel like I am yeah I'm feeling pretty good this week I'm happy for you I'm happy for you clearing out to usher in an era of abundance and told you, bitch, you just need to, you tell your ancestors, I don't know what the fuck you're trying to tell me. And they'll be like, this. <laughs> like, can you read shit? Because people really think that, like, oh, spirit is nice. And, like, spirit, you know, being, like, the ultimate higher powers at B or even your ancestral line. And it's like, no, these people are rude as fuck. Like, our, our girl, our queen said she wasn't nice. It was like, these people are not nice at all don't even pretend they're like we've ascended <laughs> we've ascended being nice is for people who haven't exactly um so yeah they were not nice about it but i was like okay i have to i have to stand this energy because you've given me what i needed i i did not understand and now i do um so yeah um keep being not i mean a bit nicer please sometimes just sometimes but like i'll I appreciate that the not niceness was needed to break through my cloud of just, I don't know. So yeah, we're in a, we're, I'm in a good place. I'm in a good place this week. Um, so should we 
go on to our decolonizing. Yes. What have you done? Um, so this week I've gone on to a relatively new topic for me. So I'm by no means an expert, um, but excited to be getting involved. And it kind of happened, um, it kind of happened, I wouldn't say accidentally, but I, I hadn't planned to delve into this topic, but I just saw this woman on Reels, um, on Instagram called Priscilla, um, I'm going to get her full name. Hold on. Um, but essentially she's a white, um, I would, I would have said she's a white Latina, but a lot of the work she does is about deconstructing the idea of Latinidad and how, um, it can be used as, um, it can be used, for example, to conflate, um, the experiences of people from, you know, South America who are white and people who are indigenous and people who are black. Um, it, she spoke about what that meant for the vote and how it's very interesting that they keep saying, oh, well, the Latino, the Latino vote is very in favour of Trump. And it's like, well, no, the white, white people who are Latino are voting for Trump. And that is not a surprise because they are white people. Um, and so she does a lot of work kind of deconstructing that and what it means for herself. Her name's Priscilla Garcia Jacquier. Mm -hmm. She is a uh, Franco-Colombian. Um, and she's just super, super cool. Um, and it's just been really interesting for me because I definitely have been kind of saying Latin X or Latine as kind of a homogenous group, whilst understanding that there are white Latinos and, and black and indigenous ones. But she, her perspective is really interesting and she's got a lot of knowledge of the lived experience there. Um, so I've been enjoying kind of deconstructing that idea of um, Latine and Latinidad in in my head. That's kind of what I've been focusing on um, this week. Still very early, but um, she's super cool. If anyone wants to check her out, um, yeah, I wrote one of like my papers on that because it's like we don't imagine like when we talk about settler colonial states, like we think of U.S. America. That's the same thing. So the U.S., Canada. <laughs> <laughs> and Australia. <laughs> yeah, and Australia. And then I wrote, like, one of my papers on, like, Southern America, the continent, being, mm. like, a settler colonial continent, because that's, in fact, like, what it is. It's just not English-speaking, and it's that idea mm. that's, like, when we talk about global systems and, like, we talk about, like, the white supremacist heteropatriarchy, um, like it's very anglophone so like south yes. america gets left out of it and then it was interesting seeing people's coverage of how particularly like um the cubano community in mm. um florida which is not a real place as kid fury loves to say <laughs> <laughs> like how that um like they were <laughs> like Trump lost in like white Americans. So like white colonial like Americans yeah. um, and then gained within the Cuban community in um, like Miami in particular and in Florida. Um, and it was like somebody was just talking about how, you know, like we <laughs> have these very complex like racially complex like countries which are like Hispanic because, like, Hispanic's not an ethnicity. It, like, calls out a group of people who speak Spanish. 
Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, it was like Latin American is an ethnicity to some degree. Um, but it's interesting how in like America they become racialized and it's very much about like that Anglophone supremacy, which gets missed sometimes. Um, cause it's like, yeah. if we look at like racial formation, even in Europe and like the hardest thing that it took me to understand, <laughs> um, it was just sort of like how Eastern Europeans, have become like an ethnic minority when it is so easy from generation to generation to assimilate into white Britishness. And it's like they are an ethnicity. They are not a race. And there's like a conflation that happens in the UK in particular that I've noticed about like ethnicity yeah. and race, where it's like Eastern yeah. Europeans now become a racialized group. And it's like if they lose the accent and change their last name... <laughs> You know, it's yeah. like marry and like adopt somebody's like last name, get a less like, you know, letter heavy, consonant heavy last name. Then it's like they are assimilated into whiteness. Like yeah. very easily in ways which other like ethnicities and like racial ethnicities aren't. Yeah. And like how that's basically the equivalent to what happens in the States where you have like white latin american people moving and then being a part of this you know um like racial minority and it's like they're not a racial minority they yeah. are an ethnic yeah. minority yeah um and like when you have that sort of proximity to whiteness like you're always going to side with whiteness and it shouldn't be <laughs> like a shocker just because you're not coming from an anglophone country because that's how colorism works even in majority black countries it's yeah. always been once you are close to whiteness and like that can be along class lines, that can be along racial lines, that can be along ethnic lines, that can be along, you know, like ability um, and like sexuality and sexual orientation. Once you are close to whiteness, you are always going to side with power. Of course. Yeah. And like <laughs> how people are confused by that in this day and age. <laughs> But I think they are confused exactly because of what you said, right? That people conflate ethnicity and race. Um, and also, I think, you know, the in America especially, um, I think the fact that these people do not come from Anglophone countries is what really throws them off. They're like, well, you're clearly some kind of weird foreigner. Like, you are a foreigner. You are the kind of person we want to build a wall for. Like, they don't really understand whether they're against race, races or ethnicities, they're not really sure who it is that they hate, but it just, you sound foreign, even if you don't look foreign, and therefore I, I don't like you, and why are you voting for Trump? I don't really get it. Like, it, that kind of is what it feels like. Um, but yeah, I just, I, first of all, I want to read that paper, by the way. That sounds super interesting. But um, yeah, it's just nice to um, hear the perspective of a white Cubano, Franco Cubano, oh Franco Colombian, sorry, sorry Priscilla, um, sorry, um, yes, sorry, I'm getting mixed up, um, but just acknowledging that whiteness and also kind of dissecting what that means because her grandmother, I believe, is very much um, like indigenous Colombian, but she's like, but I am not, like my phenotype is not, my race is not, like I cannot it's actually disrespectful to her legacy for me to claim that 
whilst I'm living in this privilege of this whiteness um, and my English speaking ness uh, my Americanness, and, and all of that you know um, and yeah it's just she's just really interesting and I've enjoyed kind of breaking some of that down and working through some of that in my in my mind yes that's um it's really interesting to me that she has that perspective because I know like I've come across a lot of like indigenous community like peoples from like different um nations in Canada Mm. and it's like they are very white passing for that exact reason um but they stand in their indigeneity as sort of like a way of resistance because it's not sort of like about what they look like because that was only ever going to happen when you have a settler colonial nation. Um, Mm. But it's about like the cultural practices and, you know, like keeping their indigeneity alive by like the customs, the culture and the language Um, and how hard it is to do sometimes, like specifically like with the language in places um, such as Canada where, you know, you have histories of, like, residential schools um, and then just ongoing genocidal product projects, like, that are state-sanctioned. So it's interesting that she, you know, doesn't claim her indigeneity as, like, because she sees that, you know, that it's disrespectful to her grandmother's legacy. Yeah, and I mean, I don't want to put words in her mouth because there's a whole bunch of videos that I haven't gone through on her page. But um, I think from her perspective, it's not that she... Um, like, she acknowledges and respects her indigeneity and that part of her of her bloodline. But um, she's also well aware of the privilege that she has as a white person. And what she, what she seems to want to be breaking down is... Um, so white Latinos and Latine uh, people who are being racist or upholding white supremacy and kind of going, well, no, I can't be because I am, you know, Colombian. Right, right, exactly. (laughs) Right. So she's like, no, let's stand in this. I have to, um, I have to unlearn white supremacy. Like I have to break apart part of those systems as somebody who has the phenotypes and the racial elements of being white. Like I have to do that. I can't hide behind my grandma because my grandma really was oppressed, right? She went through shit because her phenotype is very much indigenous because her skin color, her race is that. So standing behind that, um, hiding behind that so I don't have to do unlearning work is, um, it's disrespectful to her. I think that's the perspective that she's coming from. Mm. Um, but I do get the perspective of the people that you've met. Like I get that as well. Um, and it's why race is such a complex thing. Um, yeah. But yeah, I just, I like, I like the way that she's looking at it. I find it um, interesting and it's honest um, is what I like about it. No, it definitely is. And like unpacking, race because it's not just about phenotypes is like a whole nother conversation yeah for a whole nother day (laughs) yeah (laughs) definitely definitely um so on that note that was interesting um but i'm gonna talk about what i did to decolonize this week Mm, yes what did you do i danced it was love it <laughs> people are gonna think i'm taking the piss but like <laughs> it was very much about um like staying grounded 
And then, like, you know, like, knowing <laughs> that your body knows even when you try and pretend that you don't. And you're like, oh, my God, I'm fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I knew that my stress was increasing because my shoulder's been giving me problems. And then this week, I have just been in agony from my shoulder. Mm. Where, like, at one point, when I was working from home this week, I was just fully lying down. And I was like, yeah, my camera's off for all of these meetings because I need to be horizontal. <laughs> so, like, very much, like going back to things that bring me present and bring me in my body and then you know like have you physically working out your anxieties and your stress um if you can hear the fireworks in the background people are really happy because i'm assuming biden won but i also don't remember when bonfire night is supposed to be so it could um <laughs> also be that yeah, I think it's a bit of both, but it's probably more bonfire night given that um, we're in London um, because the 5th of November was uh, Thursday. Okay. So, Because yeah. when I went outside, like, because I ran to get dessert just before this, like, it was just smoky. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I don't know where this fire is burning. But on the shorty's dance floor. Boy, yeah, he's <laughs> burning on the dance floor. <laughs> um, so if you can hear that, you know, just the joys of filming in a city, recording in a city. Um, yeah. yeah, but stayed grounded. Been doing some stretches, been keeping up with my yoga, like my yin this week. So... By the end of this lockdown, oh, England's back in a lockdown, just in case y'all didn't know that. Um, no one really cares, as per usual. Um, so, yeah, yeah, it doesn't even look that different outside. Like, I went out for a um, COVID swab um, and we were driving and I was like, this road looks exactly the same as it did two days ago, pre-lockdown. Like, there are just as many people out. Uh, I don't really see what what has changed here apart from some shops closing. Um, that's about it. Uh, so yeah, and I think people are actually just tired and they don't really um, respect the government's advice. So I really don't think this lockdown is going to have a huge effect. I'm kind of annoyed because I have been observing the rules and I just wanted it to work and I knew it wasn't going to. And I but I also know that this I don't really think this lockdown is going to do anything because people are confused and people don't really um, respect the government's advice anymore. Um, but yeah, let me stop talking about the lockdown. That is another conversation. Yeah, um, the and- government doesn't know what it's doing. So like, how can you expect after giving very conflicting and confusing advice to a populace for months? And then when you have stringent measures, people are going to be like, oh, yeah. Because the thing yeah. that, like, has had me, given me a fucking laugh is people, like, with their memes being like, oh, lockdown's supposed to be till, um, for a month, yet furloughs extended till March. And I'm like, y'all have never heard of an economic recovery plan in your life, have you? <laughs> I was like, you don't understand how dumb you lot sound. It's like, obviously, this, this lockdown was never just going to be a month. 
but it was like every government who is committed to an economic recovery plan will acknowledge that businesses aren't just going to magically start doing well just because they yeah. open up outside. And that's yeah. not how you fucking works, you idiots. I'm really well, mean to, today. Well, to be fair to them, right? Like, you, like, be mean. I get it. But to be fair to them, especially those who are kind of only engaging, I guess, in what I would call the peripheries of politics, and that is basically that they get their headlines from, you know, the Daily Mail, and that's kind of the that's kind of the 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 um crux of the information they have that's that's the most that they kind of um ingest from a political standpoint and they maybe don't have a lot of their own critical thinking skills is that the tory government for the past 10 plus years has been saying to people um there is no money tree and we're in austerity so they don't really understand how or why a government would give them money um, what they they see as free money, of course we know it isn't, but like they've been told for beyond a decade, stop complaining that you're poor, we're not helping you, like there's no money. So now they're all like, hold on a minute, what do you mean? Why is there money? You mean you're going to give us money even if like outside opens up again? Like they just don't, they can't fathom it. Um, yeah, because we have a shitty, shitty, shitty government. Um but I'm I'm glad you were dancing, and I and I hope that people do see that that is like an important topic from a decolonizing perspective, and how that grounding in touch people um, is so important. I need to get back to doing some more just movement, yoga, dancing, stretching. Like I'm very very tense. I'm always tense, but I can just feel that I'm like stiffer than I was. So you're inspiring me. Um, and I'm glad that that. Do you have Down joy. Dog? Have I plugged them for you? No. Down Dog, the app for all of your movement needs. <laughs> for only thirty four ninety nine US dollars per annum, you too can move like me, bend it like Beckham. <laughs> <laughs> Down Dog. If I don't you get uh, like a free year off of this so they keep extending their free trial because lockdown keeps getting extended um but i was back home when i got it so right now i'm on the u.s plan which is great for me because it's 30 quid or less than like 20 something quid for like the year and you get access to all of their apps so you they have a yoga app they have a bar app which i'm gonna start checking out um they have a seven minute hit app like a seven minute I think their seven minute workout and their hit app are different but and then they have prenatal yoga for like you know if your lockdown activities Ooh, hey. uh, get you jumping on the dance floor of your uterus <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh god <laughs> which is like I came back from furlough at work and then everyone was going on maternity leave and I was like y'all got to mm, fucking as soon as the lockdown <laughs> started yeah <laughs> you guys were like bet put it in put it on me yeah put it inside of me don't pull out oh just just <laughs> disclaimer the pull out method is not contraception in case anyone thought I was being serious please yeah rappers stop no it's really stop. not Okay, stop encouraging this. This is why Future has so many baby mums. I mean, it's not the only reason. He's also just gross, but I digress. Um, yeah, I just don't, now that you've brought it up, <laughs> I just don't want to do 
Like, so many people, like, will do it or will, like, bring it up as, like, a valid thing. And then, you know, like, at least for me, I'm on the IUD and I'm like, cool. That's the you thing. You know, wrap it up, do or don't. But, like, I have taken care to make sure that my flopes are... Closed for business. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Just yeah. maximum occupancy of zero. And this is what happens when you just stop doing proper sex education i say stop like we ever had holistic sex education that you know talked about consent and and queer sex and we never did but like you can tell that sex education gets worse like who think why do you think the pull-out method what like you know that pre-cum exists and also who are you that you think you've got the skill to pull out and not leave a drop of like who what kind of (laughs) expert do you think you are in sperm like Come ninjas. Literally. Come ninjas. Like, just, no. Um, yeah, it's it's all a mess. It's all, all a mess. Um, so that's just a no. Yeah, I've got an IUD as well. But, like, don't... The condoms for STI, the lack of condom is, like, that's not because the pull-out method is going to work. That's going to be because we both know we're clean or whatever's going on um, in that situation. Um, I can never get over how you lot say condoms. <laughs> Because you're like, condoms. <laughs> Just the emphasis has always made it hilarious what? for me. I'm like, it sounds so stupid. Like, when you guys say yogurt and it's yogurt, and I'm like, what the fuck are you saying? Condom, wait. Condom. Well, because I'm saying condom. condom. So how do you say it? Condom. The con of the dom. The dom. <laughs> the dom for the cum. That's what, that's what you're saying. <laughs> It's a dom for the car. I have never heard someone say that I say condom weird. Like, of all the words that Americans or, like, North American people say, British people say weird, I've never heard condom before. Now now I feel super self-conscious about the way I'm saying it. You should. You should. And also, don't come for yogurt, right? Why is it yogurt? No, it's yogurt. It's yogurt. The fact that you said that with your whole chest, babe. <laughs> you are clearly going through it. And I know you've said you've had a good week, but like clearly there's some well, now you've triggered underlying me. Thing. Now you've triggered me. <laughs> Ancestors, get on that. Because <laughs> your girl's not okay. Your girl's not okay. <laughs> oh, God. Um... Okay, we've both done decolonizing. I'm going to check out that app because I've got an app um, that I use for HIIT workouts. I use Center, actually, which is the Chris Hemsworth app. That's his name, right? The Chris that's not a dick. Yeah. 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 I use his app and the HIIT I really like. He's got a girl, a black girl on there that does HIIT. But they're, they've only got dining. Is it free? It was a free trial during lockdown. And then I think it was like... Uh. 60 pounds for the year and I feel like I accidentally didn't cancel however (laughs) now that I've got it I do quite enjoy it um Mm -hmm. they've got pilates on there they've got like mma which I don't do they've got things that you do need equipment for like a bag so I I tend to just do the hit um but their yoga is only dynamic um which is like Mm. I think I need some yoga that is is not dynamic, that's really focusing on this. Oh, that's like the best part of the app that I didn't even sell. Sorry, guys. But remember, I remember this for when you give me my free year. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Is that it's like a customizable experience. So you can say the kind of yoga that you want to do. So yin is for more like relaxing and getting into the fascia and like the deep connective tissues, Mm. which I do because I've been saying 
like I know I don't stretch enough and even when I was dancing I was not stretching enough and like stretching is like the thing that I'm consistently not doing enough of and I've been saying that I'm trying to get these splits for years now (laughs) years (laughs) yeah (laughs) and my coochie has not been touching the floor so (laughs) I so I'm like I try and keep up with yin um, but they have ashtanga like regular vinyasa flows Um, and then you can like set the time you can set the pace and then you can also set the voice of like who you want Um, so it really feels like you're going to a different class um, then you can have like savasana or not savasana. You can change the music, um, and then you can have different focuses because, like, you know, foci. Because sometimes you know you go to class and you're like, oh, I wanted to do this, and the teacher's like, oh, we're doing this, yeah. but it's your class, not their class. <laughs> so you're like, today we're doing abs <laughs> instead of walking to a class, and you're like, oh, I just wanted to lie down, and like today we're doing They're like headstands, guys. <laughs> you're like, um. Mm. Yeah. No, I like that. Okay. I feel like some yin is exactly what I need in my life. Yeah. You're selling this very like, well. I am, because my bedtime routine, let's get sexy. So mm. when it's late at night and, you know, you're feeling yourself, you put on some very white. So the ultimate the <laughs> yeah. ultimate crossover now is going to be when we, co- we get Dipsy also to sponsor us and Ari does your yin flow for you. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. If I like I'm gonna need to send in my audition tomorrow, but if I get in a scene with Ari and it's about sensual tantric yoga, holy fucking shit. <laughs> Honestly, God, if you love me <laughs> and you have not been showing me a lot of love recently, I lie. You've been keeping me safe and healthy, so I appreciate you. But if you wanna send more love my way <laughs> You will make that a thing and make me the star for once in my life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, there you go. Oh, please. <laughs> please. Um, but, you know, like, I light my incense and then I sprawl out my mat. Mm. I turn off my overhead light mm. and then I have, like, my touch lamp. So I touch it once to get, like, the right mood lighting. And then I just put on my down dog. And then I down dog myself oh yeah hello yeah. <laughs> that <laughs> i'm like woo! Oh, this isn't look at look this at that flexibility listeners if only you could see <laughs> what i can see right now <laughs> legs everywhere <laughs> behind my ear yes i did that with ease Listen. i am currently clapping them behind my head did you see that um <laughs> stripper that was like clapping her legs when she was like on the pole and she was like oh i need to send you the tweet it's she's on the pole and she's in an inversion and she's like clapping the way you would clap like if you were in a rock band with your arms over your head but she's doing that with her legs while she's in an inversion down. I was like, bitch, you are Some- not getting tipped enough. <laughs> Someone else popped up on my feed and it was like, oh, like, how to learn how to face it. Like, sit on your own face. And what? homies, <laughs> homies, like, goes from, like, a forward fold and then puts their torso through to look straight at their crotch. And I was like, if only... <laughs> 
the amount of time I would save myself. What kind of Cirque du Soleil wizardry is that? My God. And they do classes. Wow. I'm like looking and I'm like, I don't understand how. Just like straight, straight over. Coochie and face. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Wow, 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 wow. Okay. So, down dog. Get your coochie in your face. (laughs) (laughs) So that's for after the yin yoga. That's once you're nice and limbered up, nice and relaxed, then you go and you sit on your own face. Why do we need men anymore? We don't. We've mastered it. Another person just... (laughs) Solo. That's what I would never. The streets would not see me again. <laughs> I'm like, it's time to record the podcast. No response. Are you okay? No response. Are you alive? No response. <laughs> like, I. Oh, this is. I also forgot to tell you. So I had a guy tell me <laughs> recently that he was like, oh, the best kind of orgasm is when somebody lies completely still. <laughs> I was like, I have never had an amazing so, orgasm in which I have dead fished on the bed. <laughs> I need clarification here. He has a, an orgasm when the person he's having sex with lies still, or he thinks the other person is having an orgasm by lying completely still. Yeah, he was like, oh, that's how you know they had a really good one because they're, you know, like motionless. And I'm like, no, an orgasm by definition is involuntary. That's like saying someone sneezed real good and I knew because they didn't move. Their their face, their nose, nothing happened. Like, oh, bless him. Who told him that and he believed them? Who didn't even put the effort into faking an orgasm and just said, I did, it was great. Like, trust me. Just like, wow, what the hell? (laughs) I felt that in my soul, in places I had never known that I could feel this alive. And then he was like, oh shit, I really do be with the shit. But he was clearly not. Unlocking a level. That's how I knew. I was like, we were never going to have sex. Oh, God. Oh, bless him. Oh, bless his heart. Oh, oh, no, dear listener. Any listeners who are thinking along those lines? No. Okay? Baby girl, don't be dumb. No, no, no. Um, (laughs) Orgasms should be very... um, Well, involuntarily physical. Intense? Yes. Intense orgasms? You know, it's like you... Like, if you have a vagina, mm. that motherfucker clenches, and the force of that clench sends your limbs. Mm. You also are clenching. doing crunches. You are, <laughs> you might, like, some people's legs be doing that, some kind of like they're on a power plate, vibrating all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> your face will be making some kind of, I don't know, like eyes in the back of your head, like looking at your brain, like there'll be all sorts happening. What you will not be doing is like completely still. Um, it's not like a laugh, like because you know sometimes something's so funny that you stop making sounds. Yeah. <laughs> but even in a laugh where you stop making sounds, right? You tend to still be like your body is convulsing, so there's still something happening. Oh, that poor boy. Oh, bless him. And he really said that to you, like he was impressing you right he was like she's gonna hear that going to put it I'm on like, me she is gonna be yeah. getting that whap ready for me and you were just like mm, mm, no 
It's like, I don't trust anybody who thinks me lying completely still means that they're doing something. <laughs> like, what if I just fell asleep? And you're like, yes, I ticked that down. <laughs> it's like, I was actually super tired before. And I was like, I'm just going to go to sleep. <laughs> what a mess. This is not working for me. What an actual but... mess. <laughs> And then he also told me that, like, anybody who says they haven't had bad sex is lying. And I was like, excuse me. (laughs) The reason you lot have terrible sex is because you don't communicate. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've had a lot of bad sex, but I know that you... I definitely don't think that that's the case that everybody has. Like, I I definitely feel like you... And maybe this is a benefit to, like, being older before you actually do it you knew exactly what you wanted from the gate and you were like this is all i will accept which i respect heavily um because it was what was it like nine it was actually almost 10 years of like solid masturbation research (laughs) like notebook on the side like it was like 10 years of being my partner my only sexual partner before i was like we're gonna bring somebody into this and it's like yeah these are the things we have the cheat codes here is my report (laughs) on my vagina and other arousal areas perusing your will (laughs) (laughs) yeah no he was chatting crud really um and that is Mm. okay for him i feel sorry for any sexual partners he has um amen but uh one day he may learn or he may not um but that's fine because none of us or our listeners will have anything to do with him listeners worship your vaginas if you have them and give them the respect they deserve do not let any old finger or thumb or face or vagina or penis near them okay you're worth so much more honor your sexual organs like whatever they may be whatever combination you may have just be like don't let anybody's son or human child but particularly son (laughs) yes like genderless sons just just don't let them (laughs) no so now that everything is said and done I think this is just going to be a shorter episode because um, you guys don't get to see the behind the scenes, but Mercury Retrograde has really been fucking It has been kicking our asses really hard. Um, all the ways <laughs> conceivable, technologically, epistemologically, chronologically, all of the leaves. Quantumologically. Like, <laughs> Dermatologically. It does not want us to be great. Um, um, so yeah, like we've reached out, like we've maxed out our capacity. So we're going to wrap up with Black Joy. Mm. Things that have made us happy and cute. Yep. Um... And for those who are like, oh, Mercury Retrograde ended on Tuesday. I'm like, no, the fuck it didn't. We're still in shadow. Learn astrology. You dumb fuck. I'm really aggressive today. You're being very aggressive <laughs> today. But also that shadow is casting a long shadow on us. So I forgive you. <laughs> like, I'm just done. <laughs> I'm really just done. It's honestly, I think it's like my social battery has been all the way drained. Because mm. like I was planning on slowing down. Like my last set of plans was supposed to be on Saturday. 
And then I ended up going Sunday hard, Monday, Tuesday, and yeah. Wednesday. You've been busy. Uh, and so, like, I was planning on, like, oh, no, I had brunch plans for Sunday. So that was supposed to be my last plan. And then I was going to, like, take it easy and then resume, you know, tonight or yeah. yesterday. <laughs> um, but I kept going and I'm just, I just don't want to be around anybody. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> um, yeah, big mood. I get it. You were um, very, very active. I cannot deal with that even when I've, like, my energy is full. Um, and it's not full right now. So I, I definitely um, get what you're saying. I know what you're saying. Um, yeah. But it's fine. We'll just, we'll just go for the joy. We'll go for the joy. So what has been bringing you joy? this week i just logged onto instagram and not black but i love heartthrob anderson and he's like taken joe biden's face and like put it on top of his body <laughs> um <laughs> and like it's just a old video of him dancing <laughs> and like hip thrusting <laughs> and like what i'm assuming is like did you see this week where it's like, oh, like, I want Joe Biden, need Joe Biden, or whatever T.I. said? <laughs> and then yeah, whatever you yeah, like. <laughs> yeah, I did say it. Yeah, I did see it, yeah. So that's, like, what I'm assuming is overplaying. But Heartthrob Anderson actually has brought me a lot of joy pretty consistently this week. Um, his name's Rob Anderson, gay white man, um, liberal, does the best he can, can't really say anything but i love his gay um science series which has been a spinoff gay anthropology and this week he dropped why are gay co-workers either best friends or mortal enemies um and so that like cracked me the fuck up (laughs) and then obviously munya oh yes my babes who i still haven't found munya chihuahua yes um so whenever he's ready to slide into my DMs. I love Munya. He can slide into your DMs. I, I love him in a non-sexual way, but he has got energy that does not quit and he does not miss. Like, he's just hilarious every time. Every like, time. when he dropped Lil Halloween and it was like, when I was done with Lil Wayne, because he'd just come out it to support the ha- Cheeto. Yeah, yeah, it was like the same and day then he was like to- and then he dropped um like lockdown two. This is how we knew it. And before then, knew it. How we knew it. It's Friday night. It was just and then the things like convulses in hip hop. But he's in Brixton, so I think I'm just gonna go on walks and stalk whatever inside. And try and be like, which neighborhood? <laughs> which neighborhood are you in, sir? He's yeah. like, you're my height, but that's okay. Yeah, like, I figured he be was my about exception. your height. Yeah. But he's hilarious. Um, he brings me joy as well. That's a good choice. That was a very good choice. Yeah, so those two. I'm going to send you um, Heartthrob Anderson. But that's it's really been it, you know? Like, this week was really stressful. Mm. Um, And, like, I've had this conversation, like, intermittently, but I don't think people understand 
how active the KKK still are Mm. and like Mm. (laughs) how like even in you know they're not just in rural um or redneck territories like they're in jersey they're in new york they're in urban centers um they're in blue states Mm. they do initiations they still enact a lot of violence they are the oldest and largest homegrown terrorist group on which like america was built so like thinking about how their responses are going to be and the threat that it's going to cause for not only, like, black people in general, but, like, my family. Yeah. <laughs> it was really fucking stressing me yeah. out. Um, which is why I took it very personally when people were like, it doesn't matter. And I'm like, yeah, the KKK see Donald as, like, their sanction. Not that they needed one, but it's, like, brought it to a whole nother level. Yeah, it legitimizes them on a public stage in a way that just has not been happening been done in a while yeah for a long time yeah a hundred percent um i get that i'm sorry that you're stressed i'm sorry that this is a situation that we even have to be in that in amongst the celebration there is also like fear of the retaliation what is going to happen with the boogaloo boys and all of these people like it's it's fucked up that that's where we are um oh yeah because um someone just sent me a thing from nathan phillips square also in toronto Mm. Um, where people are like sad that Trump <laughs> and people are like, oh, Canada's a utopia. It's like Canada is just as white supremacist. People as... are mourning Trump's presidency mm-hmm. in Canada. Oh Lord, mm-hmm. oh Lord, this is where we are. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's been a stressful week for you, but I'm glad that you found some joy, even if it's like, you know, a couple thirty second videos from Munya. Oh, and, and I started on watching Cougar Town again last night, um, <laughs> which with Courtney Cox. <laughs> I have not watched that in years. <laughs> it's on Prime. Because I was like, oh my God, um, like what's something that I can watch that's going to make me laugh? Because Prime recommended horror films to me. And I'm like, you guys don't know me the fuck at all. Because I don't want this. And then it was like Knives Out, which is like a thriller. It's not Knives so much Out of a comedy. Funny, though. I did, I did not it. find it funny. Oh, did you not? Okay. No. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. I have nothing else to say. I found it funny. <laughs> That's the thing. Like, I, uh, my cousin was like, oh, we found it hilarious. And my, this is too intense for me. Like, my sense of humor. I was so pissed that they labeled it a comedy and I'm like, this is interesting, but I don't find it funny. Mm, mm. There's nothing about it that's funny. I was like, I can get where they were going with it. We're just like ridiculous family, like, you know, twist and turns. Yeah. Um, Daniel Craig is always nice to see. I love how he was like the KFC man. Like- yeah, I actually enjoyed that <laughs> accent and that whole persona of his, which is interesting because I don't really like him as Bond. I find it meh. Oh, I love him as Bond. I think for me, I was just like, Bond is always meant to have been suave. And before you put a black suave man in, you rewrote the whole character and made him like this rough, ruggedy man. And I don't buy it. Mm. Because Piers Brosnan was my Bond. And he like, the whole thing oh, about yeah. Bond is that it's like oh, a smooth, yeah. sophisticated, mm. suave man, which Colin <laughs> Salmon could have been brilliantly. But no, you had to go rewrite the whole canon and change his whole behaviour because you really didn't want a black man to be Bond and that just pisses me off and I know he didn't do it single-handedly but I just you know I see him and I'm like ugh okay Daniel ugh I enjoy it but now I'm in like in my mind 
um because for work like i was at the same event as pierce brosnan and i didn't realize how much i loved him until they told me that he was going to be there and i was like oh, <laughs> everyone was looking at me like this old white guy i was like he's bond yeah 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 <laughs> Yeah. Legs wide open. My Piers mom is, can never listen Piers to this. Piers <laughs> will always be my bond. <laughs> We're sorry, mums. Because <laughs> uh, we love James Bond. And I'm like, oh, it's like this is something that I could send her. And I'm like, no, you... No, 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 you can't. You <laughs> go very dirty very quickly Just... for no reason. <laughs> um, yeah, yes. Um... So, I'll talk about my joy now. It's not a social media thing. And it's not choices. Ooh. I think this is the first time in, like, three episodes that it hasn't been choices. <laughs> okay. I've been really, like, invested in the plot line. So, when we're wrapped up, I need an update. Okay, yes, yes. Once we're wrapped up. But I am all into loose leaf tea. This has been my new thing. <laughs> Don't laugh. It's, it's not that, like, I don't, like, I love tea. <laughs> this is what bonds us as people. It's just this is not the direction I thought it was going to go. <laughs> so it was, like, more of a surprise laugh than, like, my laughing's also just a default reaction for me when I don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. I'm just gonna shut up. I'm gonna shut up. <laughs> yes, it's a bit left field, not what the types of joy I've been talking about before. But I just um I started using loose leaf tea and actually it was because of you, because when I was clearing out your uh kitchen, there was a little cup thing, a little loose leaf over the cup strainer thing. Um Oh you took that? Yeah. You can have it back. I now. thought that was left if you want, because I, after I got that, I was hooked on just loose leaf tea. And now I went to T2 um, in Kingston and I've got like a whole load of like over the cup strainers and different types of tea. And it's just really been bringing me joy. Like the flavor is just much better than bag tea. And there's something about the action of making it that it's just been a very like grounding and soothing experience making the teas and trying out the different flavors and i've just really been loving it i really have i'm like a bougie white lady and i love it i love it why would you bring tea back to whiteness it's a very interestingly as soon as you said as soon as it came out my (laughs) mouth i was like oh damn these british stereotypes why are they so ingrained in you but i think it is because it's very much like an (laughs) island thing like i grew up making like loose leaf yeah. tea and it, so it wasn't even just that it's like we get have lemongrass in the garden it's like oh want lemongrass tea go outside cut the lemongrass boil it in water and it is true <laughs> there's when your I, tea if i'm ill my grandma <laughs> is making me tea um i think yeah i need to just separate the whole british it's the british stereotype of tea is what's stuck in my head but actually mm, it's interesting but it's really an indigenous practice yes even the teas that british people love breakfast teas and things they come from <laughs> India like like it's very much a an indigenous practice I need to um there you go that's gonna be my decolonizing for next week <laughs> is, mm-hmm. to, is to get decolonize those teas yeah because like I hate how here it was like oh do you want tea it's like yeah and then they give me like Earl Grey or like a breakfast tea and then like oh and I'm like no 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 yeah herbal because the default tea is is only ever <laughs> breakfast tea which like has a time and a place typically not breakfast for me um but actually I enjoy 
different herbal teas so much more. It's it's when I want like something sweet, but like I want it to feel like I don't want a soda and I want it to be warm and yeah. I don't want it to be hot chocolate. Yeah. So it's like that's where breakfast tea like comes in. Um, it's like more of a dessert drink or like if I'm having a luxurious breakfast. Mm. Whereas like my herbals are like my standard day to day. Yeah. And I've been having them with honey because, you know, trying to keep this immune system up. I've been taking my vitamin C, my cod liver oil, my omega-3, my prenatal vitamins. You are doing a lot. <laughs> Hold on, what? <laughs> <laughs> They're really good for like hair and nails. Um, like I don't take them regularly. Like I... <laughs> Sure. Did I tell you about the scare I gave myself? No. Is it because you were taking prenatal vitamins and then you became natal? <laughs> no. no, I'll tell you after this. But like, <laughs> but it's like, because um, they like boost the concentration because you're trying to create like as healthy of as an environment mm. for a fetus to attach. So like, I don't take it super regularly. Also, I'm not a medical professional. Um, so I'll maybe take it, like, once or twice a week. Because, mm. like, I know just, like, in my diet. Um, and then some weeks, and especially this week, where I haven't really been eating mm. as properly as I should. Like, this is a way to sort of try and level out the nutrition playing field. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, to have as much, like, variety. Um, because a healthy immune system, a flexible body like healthy juicy connective tissue walking into that grave at 103,000 <laughs> I was gonna say 103 is not that old Jesus, add some years to that yes 103,000 yes yeah. yes sounds accurate <laughs> I like it um yeah I love that I've been a bit I've been slacking on my um vitamins I need to get back onto that um, but I have been putting honey or having actually my herbal tea sometimes without I've kind of weaned myself off sweetness sweetness in certain flavors which i'm very proud of myself oh yeah that's good because i'm like such a sweet tooth person um but if i am then i try to use some honey as well which is good so yeah Yeah, i've only added honey (laughs) i'm really happy for you (laughs) Uh, i was just gonna say i've only been adding honey because like i've had like a bit of like an on and off sore throat Mm -hmm. and that's just because this week's gotten like very cold and i'm like we're not getting sick because if we get sick, your brain's going to think you have the virus. The Rona. And... Yes. <laughs> and that is not a place that you want your brain to be. No, 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 no. Agreed. It's already been there. And like, I already took a week off work because I was like, I'm exhausted and I have a sore throat and I'm going to die. <laughs> yeah. And I got tested and it's like, you're just sick. And I was like, oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I, I feel that. I feel that. Um, mm-hmm. On that note, listeners, get yourself some herbal tea, some honey, some yes. vitamins. Keep your immune system some up. Down dog yoga. Mm. Down dog on yourself. Mm. Yeah. If any of you can face it, then let us know because I'm intrigued. <laughs> you know? Um, but yeah, keep yourselves safe and healthy um take some time to relieve that stress and anxiety anything you might be holding in your body um 
love on yourselves. We love you. Thank you for joining us as always. Um, Stay sexy. Stay sexy out there.